Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. Welcome back to Fireside Giants. My name is Alex with my co-host here, Anthony Rivardo. And today we want to discuss Saquon Barkley, right? Saquon Barkley contract extension is likely looming. What Joe Shane had to say about him recently definitely suggests that he is in their long-term plans. Essentially, Shane came out and said a couple days ago that Barkley is the perfect mold for you know what they want to fit their culture. And he's done everything right. And he's been tremendous for them this season. And he can be an asset for this team, right? The Giants don't have that many expenditures coming up in the future. Um, you know, they got some big money coming off the books. Of course, they have to, you know, kind of deal with Daniel Jones, Saquon, and, you know, Andrew Thomas still has two years left on his rookie deal. They can afford to pay Saquon right now if they if they believe that they can draft really, really well and put some pieces in place that can make an impact moving forward. But Saquon Barkley's having just another tremendous season, you know, comparably to his rookie campaign. Um, and this is definitely exciting stuff for the Giants who've been waiting for him to kind of shake off the injury woes. And now he seems to be 100%. You know, he's been kind of nursing a little bit of a shoulder issue, but he's played through it. He's looked really, really good otherwise. And um, he's definitely putting together a campaign worthwhile um, of a contract extension that mirrors probably the tier two of running backs in the league. So we're going to put together our own projections, kind of what we would like that deal to look like. Um, I'm not going to overdo it. I'm not going to give him record-breaking money by any means because I don't think that right now is the right time to do that. I don't think, you know, coming off all the injuries, it would it would be a, the best idea for the Giants or really any other team. Um, so I definitely have some numbers in mind, um, Anthony, before we dive into it. How do you do today, my friend? I'm doing great. Excited to dive into Saquon Barkley. Of course, this is his resurgent comeback season. He is looking like a comeback player of the year candidate. He's playing so well. I mean, you could argue that he should have his name in the MVP race as well, considering the Giants are a surprise 6-2 and two playoff contender. And Saquon Barkley has had a lot of say in that matter. He has done a lot to propel the Giants to all of these victories. And it's just been really a joy to watch him return to form. You know, we haven't seen Saquon Barkley run the ball or receive the ball for that matter like this since his 2018 rookie season but now that he's returned to form the Giants offense is rolling much better than it was in the previous years while he wasn't playing as well and he is definitely in line for a payday now how much do the Giants want to pay him do they want to pay him as Alex mentioned it sounds like they do want to pay him they want him here long term but the question is going to be how much are they willing to cough up for Saquon Barkley's talents and that's kind of an interesting discussion because you see Quite frequently now, a lot of NFL fans, a lot of NFL analysts, they make the debate, are running backs worth it? Should you ever give a running back a second contract? And at times, rare occasions, it's been successful for some teams. Derrick Henry is a good example. But for some other teams, they it comes back to bite them, Ezekiel Elliott being a great example. So it's kind of a double-edged sword there. But with Saquon Barkley, tremendous talent. The Giants coaching staff clearly wants him here long term. So if that's what they want, that's what Joe Shane should try and get done for them. And I'm excited to see, you know, how he finishes out the year and what these contract negotiations really end up looking like. Yeah, first and foremost, Saquon's got to finish this year healthy, right? Like that's the number one thing. That's why I don't think that um, Joe Shane and, you know, upper management are, are willing to really negotiate and settle on a contract extension right now because they want to see him get through a full season healthy. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't gotten through the last two seasons healthy. We still have another half the year to go and we should really uh, be hoping that he does remain healthy because I think he could be an asset for us long-term. Um, but looking at some of the other running back contracts, you didn't mention a couple of guys, notably Ezekiel Elliott, Derek Henry. Here's how much they are making right on a year over year basis. Christian McCaffrey signed a 64 million deal. 
um, with $16 million per season with $36 million guaranteed. That's the biggest contract in football right now um, for a running back, right? And he's had, a, he's had his own injury woes, and now he's been traded to the 49ers and you know, definitely not living up to the contract, but 16 million is the highest amount. Saquon Barkley is not getting anywhere near that, in my opinion. Some somebody said on Twitter, 20 million dollars. That's four million dollars more than the highest deal in football. No way in hell am I doing that for a running back. Um, Alvin Kamara has been pretty disappointing this season. Most would agree. 15 million dollars per season. Ezekiel Elliott, 15 million dollars per season. Dalvin Cook, you know, he's had an ACL tear. 12.6 million dollars per season. I think he's probably worth like that amount exactly. Derrick Henry is probably worth a lot more than his contract given um, he is their offense. $12.5 million per season. That's a really, really good deal for, for Derrick Henry. Nick Chubb is at $12.2 million. Aaron Jones is at $12 million. And Joe Mix is, in, is at $12 million. Saquon right now is at $8 million on uh, the fifth-year option, obviously. So, you know, I kind of see him in the Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon section. Like, that's like the tier two, uh, you know, category. I'd say Derrick Henry is probably in that tier two in terms of being paid, but in terms of his quality, he's tier one running backs. Dalvin Cook also kind of in that tier two money range. Um, but, you know, I'd say Saquon's pretty comparable to Nick Chubb in terms of how valuable they are. Um, so, you know, there definitely is something to be talked about there. And Aaron Jones is a tremendous asset for the Packers. They haven't utilized him that well this year. And Joe Mixon is coming off a five-touchdown performance last week. Um, you know, definitely carried my fantasy team. So if I'm looking at these running backs, I'm looking at Saquon Barkley saying, is he as good or better or significantly better than Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, and Joe Mixon? I'd say he's probably pretty close to those guys. I think he's better than Joe Mixon and Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb um, slightly, but I think, you know, they're really, really good pass blockers, those three, so they have value there. And Nick Chubb is just a tremendous uh, running back on the ground. Aaron Jones could do it as a receiver. Mixon's really, really talented as well. I'd say that Saquon is comparable to those three in, 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 you know, to a degree, maybe a little bit better. I think maximum he's going to get is probably $12.5 million, which is Derrick Henry. That's what I have him out. So my projected contract for Saquon is a four-year $50 million deal that averages at $12.5 million per season. And I'll give him a little bit more guaranteed money. I'll give him $25 million in guaranteed money, which is what Derrick Henry got. Um, so that, you know, running backs traditionally don't get that much uh, guaranteed money, right? Joe Mixon got 10 million guaranteed on a $48 million deal. Aaron Jones got 13 million. Chubb got 17 million. Dalvin Cook got 16 million. Kamara got 18 million, right? If you give, uh, you know, Saquon that four year, $50 million deal and give him 25 million guaranteed, he might be more willing to settle for the less amount of the uh, less year over year because he gets the high guarantees and also coming off all the injuries. Maybe he's like, I'd rather just cash in 50 mil now. Um, and, and you know, that. I'm set for life. You know, I'm set for life there. Guaranteed $25 million. You're fine. Um, I think that that might be a good scenario for Saquon. Um, and I think it would also help the Giants from breaking the bank, you know, instead of having to invest $18 million in low guarantees and um, hoping to God that, you know, you escape without just ruining your financial situation for the future where you have to pay Andrew Thomas and maybe Daniel Jones. Um, so when you're looking at Saquon Barkley, Anthony, where do you think he lands? Do you think he gets paid as much as Nick Chubb, you know, Joe Mixon, um, and, you know, Dalvin Cook style, Derrick Henry? Do you think he's better than those guys? Um, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, I think that Saquon Barkley is obviously going to ask to be paid like Christian McCaffrey, but I personally don't think it's it's worth it for the Giants to pay him that much. Now, I agree with you. I think in that Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb range, that's where Saquon Barkley's contract should fall. And I agree. I think, you know, as a Giants fan who wants to see the team, 
have money and flexibility for the future. I'm really hoping that's where it falls, you know, around that 12 to 12.5 million dollar range, because that's affordable. 13 million is probably the max that I would offer Saquon Barkley at this point. And the reason why I wouldn't bring him up to that Christian McCaffrey level or anywhere higher is because injuries, man, he's been hurt a lot in his career. And there's no guarantee that you're going to pay him $13 million per year. And he's going to be on the field for all 17 games in each of those years. So that injury uncertainty is ultimately what's going to drive Saquon Barkley's price down and ultimately why the Giants might have some skepticism going into these contract negotiations. Can Saquon Barkley stay healthy? Now, he's stayed healthy so far this year, but he's got the whole second half of the season. As you mentioned, Alex, he needs to stay on the field for the entire second half of the year. Then we could start these contract negotiations and see where that number lies. But if he ends up on IR at any point this season or if he misses three to four games at any point this season, that changes things. That absolutely changes things when you're talking about this contract negotiation because then you're just once again left without Saquon Barkley in this offense that desperately needs him as the Giants have been for the last two to three years. So when you're looking at Saquon Barkley and where his contract is going to fall, again, I agree with you around that Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry range. I think the numbers that you mentioned for guaranteed money also make sense. Uh, Derrick Henry is a player who is otherworldly for the Tennessee Titans. He dominates. He does run their entire offense. And Saquon Barkley has shown to have a similar effect on the Giants offense at times. But again, having him push anywhere towards that Kamara McCaffrey range, it's just kind of one of those things where you can't trust him to stay healthy, so you can't pay him that much. So me personally, I'm I'm on the same boat, Alex. Twelve and a half million, thirteen million tops. That's where I'm landing for Saquon. Yeah, I think that's pretty reasonable. And you know, Kamara, the Saints are probably kicking themselves right now, realizing that you know Kamara can't carry their entire offense. Right? You need to spread that money out. Injuries are always the biggest problem when it comes to running back. So twelve and a half million dollars. Of course, you know, as the financial situation for the NFL gets more and more um, prominent in the NFL teams, the cap space increases and uh, whatnot. So these are all things that are going to play an equation, play into the equation in a potential contract succession for Saquon, especially if it's more years. But I think more guaranteed money would keep the year over year salary down, which in my opinion is a good thing. That's exactly where you want to be if you're the Giants, because big expenses coming up in the future with guys like Andrew Thomas, who are going to get, you know, 20 million, maybe more per season. Those are the guys you spend the money on, you know, not your running backs, but no, no, that's not to say that Saquon isn't an extremely valuable player. If the Giants have a good receiving game, you know, you got Wandale, you got some more guys coming in, maybe the Giants trade or draft somebody next year in the first round, you're in a good spot, right? You got Saquon to protect your your quarterback in terms of, you know, you're running the football very effectively. The offensive line is taking big steps forward here. Um, I really like what Ben Bredesen has done this season. Um, you know, Feliciano is serviceable for the time being. Mark Lewinsky has been pretty good the last couple of games. Evan Neal's taken big steps forward before the injury. Andrew Thomas is all pro, as we know, or at least he's playing at an all pro uh, caliber level. So when you're looking at the running game, Saquon's going to play a big part of it. And he is a big factor, big variable there. So, you know, pairing that with a really good uh, passing game and using Saquon as a receiver the Giants have a pretty good situation going on here in terms of like the project, the projection of their development and what they're going to do. Um, the question is how much money are they willing to invest at the running back position uh, without while protecting themselves for the future? So here's another question for you, Anthony, what are your thoughts about the franchise tag? I know that's something that people are going to bring up. Um, you know, obviously the franchise tag is one year. It's projected to be about 12.6 million for one season. So that's kind of in the range of a long-term deal personally. I'd rather give him the long-term security at a similar price range, make him happy, give him the guarantees, you know, uh, keep your star happy. You know, Joe Shane obviously wants to keep him around. 
Obviously, he means a lot to this team. It means a lot to the clubhouse culture and whatnot. So, you know, with that in mind, I feel as though giving him the long-term extension shows loyalty, not only to Saquon, but to the rest of your team, right? It shows that we keep guys who we value. That's what the Giants or the Bills have done for years with Joe Shane um, as assistant GM. They they pay their own. You know, they guys that play into their strategy, play into their, uh, you know, culture building, you know, uh, strategy and whatnot, they keep those guys around. They don't let those guys go. Um, and I think the strategy of keeping your own instead of going out and signing big free agents is ultimately the best thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather draft really well, and I think the Giants are going to be a good drafting team. We've seen a lot of production out of our rookies this season. I think that our drafts are going to be pretty successful. We're going to get a lot of value out of them because of our coaching. Um, and with that being the case, you don't have to overspend in free agency. You can keep your own guys and keep building on their production. And I think that is a strategy that really plays in. And then, of course, you can go out and get those, like, those one-year veteran free agents like the Von Millers of the world or the OBJs that come and help you win the Super Bowl. They help you get to the next level. Uh, but you don't need to build your foundation with free agents, which is what Dave Gettleman did for so long. So I'd rather give him a similar year-over-year salary on a long-term deal than hit him with the franchise tag for one season and hope to God um, you know, he doesn't get injured. Then he gets even more money. So you know, it's like you're playing with fire there. I'd rather play it safe and just show loyalty to the guys that mean a lot on the scene. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, playing him on the franchise tag is kind of a risky move because if he goes out there and has another MVP caliber season, then his next contract after that franchise tag is going to be worth so much money. I mean, that's when you're talking about him surpassing Christian McCaffrey's average annual salary. So for the Giants, they're probably going to want to use their franchise tag elsewhere. I would assume that that's going to be more a Daniel Jones discussion. Let's see how he plays for the rest of the year. And if we want to bring him back, that's probably the prime candidate for the franchise tag uh, over Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is a guy that you just want to lock in long term. And another reason why is because and you probably, you know, have a grasp of this watching how the Giants have gotten, you know, shafted in the past with overpaying receivers and other players. But the contracts will increase. The average annual salary across the board for the position is going to increase. The longer that you wait to extend Saquon Barkley, the more money you have to pay him. So you extend him now, that $12.5 million, that's going to make him one of the top five highest paid running backs in the NFL. But by the end of that salary, at, at the end of that contract, he's probably only in the top 10. So there's going to be new running backs, again, new contracts, and that average annual value is going to surpass Saquon's year after year. So it's going to look like a bargain the sooner that you make the signing. I mean, if you think back to Eli Manning signing a record-breaking quarterback contract, right? He was making, what, $22 million a year on that record-breaking salary now quarterbacks are making like $50 million a year. There's always an inflation for every single position, and the running back position is no different. If you make Saquon Barkley one of the highest paid running backs in the NFL right now, he's not going to be one of the highest paid running backs in the NFL by the end of his contract. Even Christian McCaffrey at that $60 million, he's by far the highest paid running back in the NFL. Eventually, someone is going to get a contract that's worth more than that. For us Giants fans, we just have to hope that that player is not Saquon Barkley. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see what happens, my friends. Kind of an interesting projection. Uh, you know, I think it's worthwhile talking about given the season he's having right now. Hopefully he can continue going and justify it. Um, that's what we all want. You know, Saquon's a really great guy. He's a really great player. And if the Giants continue to build successfully through the draft and, and piece this offense together, he can play a very big role here. He can be the gold jacket guy Dave Gettleman once said he was uh, being drafted in the uh, second overall in 2018. So we all want him to be that player. We all think he's fantastic. It's just about staying healthy at the end of the day. So always happy to hear your thoughts below in the YouTube comments. Drop your projected 
you know, uh, I guess contract for Saquon Barkley, what you think that might look like, what you'd be willing to spend on him. Um, it's possible that he gets paid more than we think. Um, or maybe even less. So, you know, we'll see how, you know, Joe Shane's willing to negotiate and what they're willing to agree on in terms of a year-over-year deal. Um, it should be interesting to see how that shakes out. But always happy to hear your thoughts below. As always, make sure to like, subscribe. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, my friends. We'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants video.